0: Today's broadcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com/slash blurred media. Wait, I can help you with that. Wait, wait, I can help you with that. Wait, I can help you with that. Wait, wait, I can help you with that. Wait, I can help you with that. Wait, wait, I can help you with that. Wait, I can help you with that. Wait, wait, I can help you with that.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. What's good out there in the internet land? This is Luce Wayne, the host of the Complicated Dap Show, bringing you another episode of Complicated Dap. And with me, as usual, not even as usual, for the first time in a very long time, I've got the whole Black Council, Council of Blackness, Negro Council, just just random smart Negroes. Sitting at two. Did you oblong.
0: say swamp?
2: Me smart, smart. Oh, Negroes, smart. <laughs> we're just gonna let you since you can never remember the name. We're just gonna let you go with that for the rest. For yeah, the man, I'm, I'm just I'm just rolling. But you since Miss Olivia Dope interrupted my introduction, Ooh. I'm gonna let you
1: all introduce yourself. I'm pausing. Introduce yourselves, Negroes. Black
3: Wonder Woman in his house.
1: Trunks at your service.
0: Olivia Dope.
2: Oh, uh Mr. Fight Plan.
1: It's your pilot speaking by the way. And Luce Wayne. Uh what's good people? It's been a minute. Um it's good to have everybody back at the table once again. Excuse the ch- the, the keys jingling in the background. That's all right. I'm I'm un uh, I'm opening stuff. Excuse yeah. me.
0: <clears throat> the bottles the libations.
1: Bottles. <clears throat> libations. Thank you, sir. Libations. I appreciate the it's use Kwanzaa. of that uh polysyllabic word there in in this, the holiday season, the Kwanzaa season, Mm -hmm. the uh, Festivus season. For the rest of us. The Christmas season. And uh, Hanukkah for Hanukkah. our Jewish brothers and sisters. And, and Kwanzaa, and Kwanzaa oh, is approaching. Hanukkah's already passed? Mm-hmm. It did. Trader, trader, well, Last month. I apologize for being culturally insensitive. Um, <laughs> as usual, earlier. we are bringing extra doses of blackness to you. Nerdy blackness, cool blackness, just passionate blackness about pop culture and the things that we love. But not to uh, belabor the point, we're going to jump right into our favorite segment and your favorite segment.
2: Black Twitter news for the Negroes.
1: All right. Uh, last night, last night, this morning. Excuse me. The time that we're recording right now, it is Saturday, December
2: twenty second, third. Saturday, twenty first. Saturday, twenty first. Saturday. Wow. All right. A-A. So
1: it's Saturday, December twenty first, nine thirty seven p.m. And less than twenty four hours ago, a young woman by the name of uh, Justine Sacco. Hmm. Um. Basically had all of Twitter, black Twitter, white Twitter, Asian Twitter, Jewish Twitter, short Twitter, tall Twitter, blurred Twitter, nerd Twitter, all of Twitter, all up in her mentions because she made one of the most ignorant comments I've ever heard in my life. And the-, uh, the comment was something along the lines of, hey, everybody, I'm going to Africa. Oh, yeah. Hope I don't get AIDS. I do know this. Oh, yeah. I'm white. I can't get AIDS. And um, she was on an 11 hour British Airways flight. And you know, Twitter got wind of it. That comment was retweeted and retweeted and, and retweeted, retweeted again.
4: Huffington Post,
1: Huffington Post got on it. The New, York Times. the New York Times got on it. Washington figure Post. Four. It was a figure four. It. Every media outlet got their hands on it. But her more important got on than that, Black Twitter got their hands on it, and, and Black Twitter up. was all up in her mentions for eleven hours Straight. now i understand that she has, has she no idea
0: landed. what's going on right now she's on a flight she cannot see anything she doesn't know anything she's sleeping she's eating her <clears throat> uh, complimentary bag of peanuts and thinking that she's going to land having her club soda having her club soda and thinking she's going to land and just go on about her business not the case
1: Mm-mm. not the case at all and um i screen capped a couple of um My favorite tweets um, about uh, Miss Justine Sacco last night. Oh, one thing that was quite bomb. um, Google. I'm just going to run down my my highlights of black Twitter and just the Internet as a whole going in on Justine Sacco last night. Uh, Google decided to get in on the fun and... (laughs) What Google decided to do was when you uh, searched the name Justine Sacco, the first thing that came up was the, the itinerary for her flight showing how much time was left oh, no. on her flight. Um, it showed the, the takeoff time, the landing time, the takeoff location, the, the landing location because the, the good fine people at Google knew that the proverbial eh, was going to hit the fan right. when she landed. Uh, so that's my number one favorite um, piece of Internet minutia from last night. <laughs> my number two favorite piece of Internet minutiae was some enterprising young... <laughs> guy or girl out there bought the domain name www.justinesacco.com and in response to her insensitive comment about aids and about africa when you went to that domain name it redirected to an aid for africa website that was my
4: personal favorite (laughs) they found a
1: way they found a way to turn her her ignorance and her negativity into something very positive and which i thought was pretty dope kudos um, tons of donations
4: see. it was it was a beautiful thing
1: exactly exactly. fantastic donations came through um let me see let me see what was another one um lisa Sabater. i hope i 'm pronouncing your name correctly her her Twitter handle was at blog the thing that i um one of my favorite tweets from her last night was the thing about hashtag black twitter. And hashtag has Justine landed yet? Is that we use comedy to deal with the real life violence of bigotry in our lives? I screen capped that one, shared it on Instagram. Um, there were many, 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 many others, but those are my favorites. And um, she was subsequently uh, released from her place of employment. She was fired, but um, yeah, that,
0: immediately. yeah, immediately, immediately. She because like, I mean oh. she was a PR executive. That's your job to avoid scandal. <laughs> public
4: relations.
0: My right.
2: naf, My thing is is that um briefly, I mean, can we just take a moment to say who did the first retweet? Was it like one of her friends or no like idea. was it like public forum cuz somebody had it out for her. They were like, "Hey, this is pretty ignorant. You know what?
0: We're going to put you on blast
2: right now." Well, All right.
0: Well, she already had, she had 1500 followers. <laughs> oh. So, you know, she's a she's a PR executive. She works for this company called IAC. Um, and it's a parent company of uh, Match.com, OkCupid, okay oh, Black no. People Meet, Vimeo. all of that. V- Vimeo, Vimeo, uh, yeah. college
4: yeah. humor, all the stuff. No. Yeah. Everybody loves and it's Ms. It's a, it's a you know.
0: She's stupid.
4: That but, was just dumb on her part.
0: Just but here's the thing that I thought really was, was was messed up was that um, I was on Jezebel. Um, they did a, a piece on it or just kind of, you know, chronicling the, the, the shitstorm that was coming down. This is not the first time or the only time that she's had something said something stupid. She has a tweet um, about Jewish people where she says, as I sit and eat a bagel with lox, I would like to send my love to my Jews who are all starving themselves right now. Hungry, hungry, Hebrew. Assuming hashtag hungry, hungry, Hebrews.
3: Wow,
2: (laughs) that's
0: terrible! Wow, serious? serious. Yeah. So
2: that's past anti-Semitic. Like, really? Like she
0: is, but she thinks she's
2: she. What she's
1: doing is she's speaking from a position the cocoon of Of white privilege, privilege. Mm -hmm. and she she the fact that she used her timeline to make. All kinds of offensive comments about all kinds of groups for a while before she made the AIDS in Africa comment Mm -hmm. lets me know that at that company, that kind of behavior is probably tolerated, if not... um, you know if if the executives are not just turning a blind eye to what's going on at that company right. because her her
4: That's her, her
1: social media uh profile including her Instagram was public it wasn't private you know what i mean nobody hacked her account it was public she's making crazy comments all over her timeline and like i said this one kind of just hit the fan. Right. You know what I mean? This one, the uh, the, the Twitterverse latched onto to it and went in on her so hard that her company had to issue some sort of immediate response. Right. But again, if you looked back at the history of her timeline, and I believe it's deleted now, like her Twitter account is gone. But if you look back at the history of that timeline, it wasn't just comments about Jews. It wasn't just comments about Africa. She had a pattern of just being mean-spirited. And she is the public face of a of a of a powerful internet company, which is crazy, and that that says to me that IAC tolerates this kind of behavior.
0: I'm thinking, and I'm feeling, and this is a lot of just like you know, uh, spaces where you have young people who feel like we are living in a post racial society, and that they can just say whatever they want, and it's because oh, I'm not in the clan and I'm not stringing people up. You know, doesn't mean, you know, just because you're not a part of the Ku Klux Klan and you don't plan on going to, you know, joining the the Third Reich does not mean that you are not racist and right. the speech that you employ well. is not racist and... She probably gives money to, you know, you know, aids Africa, you know. Company. Yeah, I mean, she
1: was going to Africa to do some sort of some sort of outreach, outreach, you or know, with mm-hmm. celebrities or whatever the case may whatever be. Whatever crazy. So, so she thought that she was she was doing a good thing, and the fact that she does this this quote unquote charity work um, kind of gives her a pass. Mm-hmm. To 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 say crazy things. It's in vain and, though. You know, it it doesn't give you a pass. Right. It's a walking contradiction. The, yeah,
0: she hasn't done the internal work. She hasn't you know, you have to watch your speech. It's not just what you do. Just be, you know, and the reason why, you know, I think a lot of um you know, liberal people are like saying, you know, well it doesn't really matter, this is just these are just words, blah, 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 is that the reason why you're not participating in outwardly racist, ridiculous, you know, subjugation of peoples is because you don't have the opportunity anymore.
1: Right. You know, right. if you have the opportunity. Not, it's not because you don't have those feelings. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't look at certain groups of people like they're inferior or.
0: Exactly. You
1: know, they're, they're beneath you somehow. Right. It's just that it's not legal to, to, to oppress people in that way anymore so you don't do it.
0: It's not fashionable, but, but, but it once it, if you know, they start, you know, stringing up niggas again and you know, and we having picnics and niggas. that's where and you're going to be on if you were on the cover of People magazine at a picnic where they were stringing up folks and that was the, the new hottest thing. I tell you there'll be a ton of people doing it.
1: You know what? But beyond the the racism issue, um this, you know, a couple of people on my timeline started talking about um what this issue means for um internet privacy, like it's going to mm-hmm. bring it's going Which to bring is the issue of Internet privacy to the forefront. And I think that's important for young people who are kind of growing up in an era where social media has always been around. You right. know? So our kids and our teens and, and our uh, preteens and adolescents are growing up in a time when they have this, this unfettered um, and unprecedented access to the world. And they sometimes don't they, they don't understand how one tweet, forever. one picture one post, one status update can change their lives, right. you know, irrevocably. Hers it's a, is it, ruined
0: right now. She can't, she, I mean,
1: I'm going to pause on that. Her life is not ruined. Like I looked at her Instagram page and a lot came out about her background and her life. This is an inconvenience during the holidays, during the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Her mm-hmm. life ain't ruined. Yeah. She is wealthy. She comes from money. She's a white woman and she's well connected. like, people are not going to mess with her publicly for a little while but there's going to be another scandal on twitter or in the news and there's going to be another thing for and they're going to call her clean it up right for folks to be outraged about <laughs> and we're going to forget about justine sacco because before this happened yesterday i had no idea who she was
0: i'm not saying she was like the she's not the head of the iac but but here's i guess the bottom line is watch your mouth
1: Word, watching you know. out. And, and mm. the other issue that was brought up last night on Twitter was the issue of free speech. And, you know, what I see a lot, because I spend a lot of time on, you know, different social media outlets on the Internet. And I often see um, posters and commenters. You know, I, I can usually tell they're young white men just from the tone of what they say and what they defend. Mm. And they're like, yo, stop policing my language. I should be able to say what I want. Yada, 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 yada. This is America. All that's well and true. But here's the thing about free speech. You have the right to say whatever you want, but that doesn't mean that you get to escape the consequences of what you say. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And There's this whole this- Justine Sacco business is 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 proof positive that yeah, free speech is a thing. You can still use your job. You you can say what you want, but right, your speech has consequences. Your speech has repercussions. And I, for one, am thankful that this came and it bit her in the tail so quickly. Because I mean. Not 24 hours after the comment was made, she lost her job. Right. You know what I'm saying? was before she landed. Right. It was, right. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't it before, wasn't she, before landed. she landed. The company said, they can't we are not going to get rid of an employee this senior without having a chance to talk to her first.
0: <laughs> what I wanted to make sure was, did, <laughs> did you send the tweet? That, I'm, I'm sure that was the question. Did you send the tweet? Was yeah. that you? And right. she after she said yes, right. it was right. like, but, but I'm I mean, sorry, but, your, your resignation can be tendered tomorrow. But that's fair.
1: Mm-hmm. That's fair. In an era when your social media account, your bank can account hacked. can be hacked, yeah. let me talk to you first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me look at the history of, of what you got going
2: on. And if you poorly represented the company, you got to go but see that's the thing like can you imagine the meeting they were in they were like okay so look um, I think it was a text message <laughs> I mean, right so did we you were, send it we you know she did. got fired in her DMs right we were <laughs> yeah. looking through your timeline and survey says you know you're fired <laughs> <did>. you <laughs> just got let go yeah, it right did,
1: like they had to they, they did, they did, but um, I'm glad that you know, I'm 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 upset this happened, but there were some positive things to come about it. One, um, AIDS awareness, people started talking yeah. about AIDS awareness again. There was um a lot of people donating to um to AIDS research um, um organizations and you know just AIDS out out of the outreach groups mm-hmm. last night, and this woman was fired, so. Kudos to both of those decisions. Shout out to all of Twitter, in particular Black Twitter, for getting all up in her mentions, blowing her mentions up, and um, for Going showing ham. the world, for showing the world that social media, those hundred and forty character messages you send,
2: can impact real social change.
0: Watch a mouse. So, I mean, that's amazing,
2: right. though. Like that platform is so large now. It's, it's powerful, social, man. It is. I mean, like uh, just like you said, a hundred and forty characters. Hundred forty characters. A hundred and forty right. characters right. later. You've you're you're she unemployed job. She lost her job People know who you are Off rip now They can Google you On several different levels And see nothing name. but Negative items about you She's not going to have to Change her name But she's definitely Going to have to lock
1: down Her uh, her social media activity Right And you know Watch her mouth And hopefully She'll uh, she'll raise her kids Not to be as ignorant and As foolish as she was Probably so, not but We're yeah. going to wrap up This we'll Twitter you. News segment right now
4: uh, just, uh, just a little too but Go ahead You know Twitter went public
1: yeah, yeah. Twitter oh, went did a while ago, The yeah. IPO. in between the last show, <laughs> they went public. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know if we touched on that or not, but we never did. Yeah, but yeah, Twitter IPO was uh, what a month ago, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. Would it open it? Like you know? twenty eight dollars or something yeah, like that. But it's up. But you know of what? Of course it is. What, what's weird about that Twitter IPO? They've never turned a profit. Twitter, never. Twitter IPOs with these internet companies, these yeah. social media companies. It's it's magic. It's like Merlin. It's, it's abracadabra. It's this is it's what magic I think beef. this is worth. Just because, magic beans. In addition,
4: in addition to that, Facebook just joined the uh, uh, top 500 companies, and they're actually they're in the top 100 most wealthy companies. So they're in the um, Dow Dow Jones top 500. Okay.
2: And what's crazy is, I mean, for the financial freaks out there, you know, in 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 a way, you know, social media. All these um, media platforms—they're becoming the new commodities. Like you can invest in them and turn profits with them, and and they're blowing up so quickly. They're here today, gone tomorrow. It's like the new kind of internet boom. It's like here's it's my, like the new thing.
1: Here's my beef with though with with the attention and the amount of money invested in these social media companies is. Social media is basically just an extension of old media, is an extension of the Comcast and the Clear Channels and the big of radio course. and big mm-hmm. TV. And because of that, um, I don't really trust them, um, and I don't really appreciate (laughs) them the way I do new independent media like the Complicated Dap Show and Blurred Media Group. Boom. Because uh, big media, when you start getting billions and billions of dollars invested in it, they begin to censor the content, and they Mm -hmm. begin to censor the ideas that come out of those places. So you can't say whatever you want on Facebook. You can't say whatever you want on Twitter necessarily and i mean there have been instances where particularly on twitter like during the arab spring when there were people on the ground the rebels in those countries they would send tweets and those tweets would magically disappear mm. you know there was accusations of when the whole occupy wall street thing was in its um was in its heyday people would send tweets and those things would magically disappear so shout out to the folks out there uh making the billions i mean yo this is america capitalism is king mm-hmm. get it how you live but um understand I'd rather uh, people rock with independent media like the Blurred Media Group, the Complicated Dap Show. And, um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and shout out Elon James and them over at TWiB who inspired a lot of what we do over here. Super plug. Not to belabor the point, but we're going to jump right into this evening's uh, topic du jour, which is remixes, covers, reimaginings. Remix. music that we love, but, you know, when we revisit those songs and we do a little something... Something extra to them.
0: Spicy. Tasty.
1: Spice them up. That's you. Is it? That's you. This is me right here. Oh, okay. All right. Grazie. All right. So, Mrs. Uh, Dope. Yeah. Could you please explain to the listeners, to the panel, to to me, what you see as a remix, a cover, a reimagining of of a song?
0: Okay. So, um, when you... um, our good friend here, our good host, suggested that we do a remix show. I couldn't really think of any remixes that I really loved, but and when we talk about remixes, we're just talking about okay. Um, there's the original uh, song, and then they decide, you know what? I could do something different with this. Mm-hmm. So I may ask for a buddy of mine to come and do an extra verse on this. T Pain, uh, you know, <laughs> you may have um, someone adding a different beat, but it's the same song.
2: Puff Daddy, uh, you
0: know, <laughs> yes, uh-huh. who claims
2: to be the inventor of the true remix? The true inventor
0: of the remix. Um, so it's it's, it's taking the same thing and you put a little stank on it, um, and you and you put it right back out.
1: Can you pause and revisit that? We gonna put some what on it? Some stank. stank on it. I appreciate it. that.
0: Some <laughs> put some stank on it. Um, but yeah, like he's like I said, uh, he suggested remixes, and I couldn't think of any that I like. So I was thinking about covers, cover songs. So a cover song is the exact same song from one original from the original song from an artist. A
1: mm-hmm.
0: is. Song by artist B. Okay. Now it could be the very same song, same lyrics, same music, and just someone else singing it, or they could have decided to flip it and do something completely different with it. But it's the same lyrics, but it's different music. Okay. Have you, I mean, because have you ever just you know listened to a song and been like, you know what, I would really like so and so to sing this song. Mm-hmm, like this mm-hmm. would be this would be hot if so and so was singing it.
1: So you have any um, any covers in particular that? You feeling?
0: Yes. One of my favorite ones that I like to think about is um, a cover of a song called Closer by Nine Inch Nails. Okay. Mm. And Nine Inch
1: Nails was the original uh, song? Nine right?
0: Inch Nails is the original.
1: <clears throat> okay. And you know what? Listeners, we just happen to have a clip of that song right here. Boom.
0: Drop the beat. Help me. This is rock. In no its soul purest form.
1: I don't know if it's in its purest form, like
0: but this is rock. This is not going to be played on Hot 107.9 no. ever.
2: Indie rock, no.
0: It's got a nice groove to it though, but as it is.
2: Made me move my shoulders.
1: Okay, so, so that, that is, was closer by Nine Inch Nails. Yes. So who covered that? Trent
0: Reznor um, wrote the wrote the song Nine Inch Nails. This is nineties rock. I was into that in high school. You know, hey. Nirvana. Yeah, I was in that. three doors team. down. Like I said, I'm Third a blurred, eye blind baby. I'd listen to it all.
2: Third eye blind? So, chili
0: peppers. But you red know about ch- the red hot. Yes, red hot chili peppers. Okay. Mm. So fast forward a couple of years later, and Maxwell, who we all love and Pretty know, Wings. Pretty wings.
1: Shout out to Maxwell for making it rain feathers at the MTV Music Awards. <laughs> The summer that that album "Black Summer's Night" came out, like it's a good album. I was I was taken aback at the end of that song because he made. We didn't even
0: watch award shows like that.
1: We don't. But the brother at the end of the song, he did one of them James Brown. Uh, uh, he did one of those, His and it rained feathers.
2: Rain, make it rain feathers. He,
0: and and he, we were watching it. He was like this nigga just making rave feathers
2: yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was a spectacle and was I was like,
1: impressed this
0: is smooth this because is like the smoothest listen, stuff I've seen like today. a
1: feather down coat exploding <laughs> to <that> point, <laughs> up to that point I wasn't really rocking with Maxwell and then he did that I was like alright I'm gonna get his brother a chance. <laughs> and I've been a fan ever since. But um yeah, Note to self, if you want to rock with our moderator, make it rain, it rain feathers. Make, make it rain something. Right. It do not necessarily have to be feathers. You know what? Just just surprise me with something. But anyway, let's <laughs> like, let's, let's listen to who? Maxwell's cover of closer and uh let's see how it uh, measures up against some um, nine inch still. nails. Come on, That's your- you know what's cool the 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 lyrics are the same well obviously the lyrics are the same cuz it's a cover but they both have that that funk mm-hmm. uh, from the bass guitar. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. The bass the guitar is driving. The it riffs are crazy. They're both still very funky. And the Nine Inch Nails version is a little... The Nine Inch Nails it's version makes me think of the RZA. The way yeah. the RZA produces... Real stank. Yeah, right. It's, it sounds dirty and, gritty. and grimy and unfinished and not polished. Where Maxwell is like... He's like Puff Daddy Right You know mm-hmm. he takes it And he uh-huh. cleans it up And he makes that You know Yeah Right for the radio Good for the barbecue uh-huh. yeah. And nice for your mama To listen to yes. Yeah
0: And you don't hear it In the, in the clip though But he has like a stop. whole horn section That comes in And during the hook You know Don't stop He's got a whole back uh, <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> He's got a whole Background singers And everything yeah. And it's all very R&B black folk Barbecue Like I yeah. said You know And it's, two, it's the same song But it's for two Completely different audiences Or if you're like me It's for both and I like them both
2: Uh huh Good business For good the good duration business. of the episode I'm just gonna hit y'all With my puffy Random adverbs uh-huh. Uh
0: huh Yeah uh-huh. Can we get a Can we
2: get a Rick Ross oh, Can we get a oh. grunt You know what no, I mean No but
0: it's a remix episode It's got to do pub
2: Oh that's
1: true You're right That's true You're right Cause he is uh-huh. the inventor the Don't me, Excuse Excuse me excuse Take that Take that The self <laughs> Take that <laughs> The self-proclaimed inventor Of the remix Alright so Miss Dope um, before we move on to our uh, next panelists who would like to share their covers, remixes, reimaginings, mm-hmm. you did bring two more clips. Did you not?
0: I did. I have one more clip that I want to. Sh- well, two more clips I want to share with you guys is mine. My focus is on covers. So there was a lovely song written by Marsha Ambrosius. Um, called- is it
1: Ambrosius or Ambrosia?
0: I thought it was ambrosius.
1: You the, talking yes. about the fruit, the fruit dessert. salad, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: Is it heavy cause they ambrosius? <laughs> okay. Okay. So she the wrote, holidays
1: around the corner. That that has marshmallows in it, right? Yeah. It, yeah. Yes. Not everybody's. Okay. Not everybody's. It, it ain't so that's that's a, Is that, that a is that,
0: Does the it, marshmallow thing,
1: is it like Candy Yams with marshmallows? Is that like a racial line thing? I don't
0: think so.
2: <laughs> okay. I don't think
0: so. <laughs> okay. We
2: back to what
0: we was talking about.
2: Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. I'm so, sorry. Marsh
0: Ambrose of flower tree at the time, mm-hmm. wrote a song called Butterflies.
2: Butterflies. It was a
0: fantastic hit for them. Actually, one of their breakout hits, mm-hmm. um, especially here in the States. And you're going to play a little clip of that so we can feel and taste it.
2: Butterfly.
0: okay so that's marcia the curious thing that curious, but the great thing about that was michael jackson was still alive at the time
2: mm-hmm. he
0: heard the song and he was like let me get that
2: let me get that uh, 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 let me get that about you let me take that Take that. let me take that Take, <laughs> take that. that.
0: it was like well, I don't want to change the music I don't want to change the tempo I'm not going to change the lyrics I want it just as is and you know what I'm going to release it as a single too so
2: just and, the same way and, you
0: know and I mean but it was such a co-sign that it she was. was like she was like whatever cool you right. know Michael Jackson wants our stuff we already uh-huh. it so yeah. he did it so here's Michael Jackson's version all you got to do is walk
3: Come pass me by. Don't
0: my
1: Listen, is everybody in the podcast studio is doing a two step right now? Yeah. Everybody's chair uh-huh. dancing. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I when I heard this one and I don't know if I I think I heard Michael Jackson version I did not know that she had done one I don't uh-huh. know if it was just it just didn't get you know she didn't have the push that he had yeah. and I was like man Michael still got it I'm up in my car like you know yeah, snapping Butterfly, my fingers and Butterflies I was like, is one of
1: those timeless timeless songs and I mean it's a crossover song it's a true crossover song because you can play it on black radio you can play it on top 40 radio you can play it on them soft rock stations like Butterflies is just, it's just smooth. Dope. It and is super you know, dope.
0: I actually liked the, I think I liked the Michael Jackson version better. Just, just because that was, was, was on his Invincible album, by on the his way. Invincible. Guys. Okay. Yeah, and I was just like, you know, Mike, you know, you can't, you can't do, you can't tell Mike nothing. You know, he's fifty five, still up in here. You know, I'm
1: you know what? I personally right here. prefer the flowetry version because at the end, Marsha, not the flowist, no disrespect to the Flowesses, but we know that you are not the. The vocal, <laughs> you are the weakest link.
0: She's
2: not the vocalist.
1: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> goodbye, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. I, I, I didn't, vocalist. I didn't say it. Flois's uh, Mr. Flight. Flowis's, you're just. good. are good thing. with Yeah, you know, they both have their own. Shout thing. Out
2: yeah. You, you, you have clothes. your own thing. That's what it is. That's they they what I meant to say. You have your own thing. Yeah,
1: Marsha, Marsha, like at the end, she start hitting them high notes and those runs at the She's kind of scatting a little bit, like oh, straight up, like ooh, just just keep doing it to me, Marsha. Like that's my favorite part of the song when she's closing it out, and Michael. Tries to do the same thing, but Michael Jackson is a world-class entertainer. He is probably the best entertainer the human race has ever seen. And sometimes I don't believe the brother is actually human because he's so good. Right. Yeah. But as a vocalist, I think Marsha was a better vocalist on this song. Okay. Than Michael Jackson. Okay. You know, and, and that may that may be because, you know, she wrote it. She she feels it, it from hers. her soul. Yeah. While Mike is just like, you know what? I like that.
2: I want to cover that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna get at a blurred word. I like that, blurred like that. Word. Mm-hmm. word. Blurred, blurred,
1: blurred. blurred. blurred, blurred yeah, yeah. so the word. Those Shout out to Miss Dope for mm-hmm. bringing us uh, some 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 fly musical history. From, oh, oh, oh uh, wait, 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 Look, Michael Jackson Flower
2: Yes, sir. Yes, we have to give kudos to Miss Miss Olivia Dope. But since we're talking about covers, there's also a Michael Jackson cover um, done by a more modern artist by the name of The Weekend. I know everybody doesn't get down with The weekend, In oh, a- Canada? But, he, oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he redid Dirty Diana, and it's pretty amazing, That's actually. It,
0: there's another like one the that I love that you guys can go pick up and listen to. Um, it's a smooth criminal cover by, by Alien, Alien Ant Farm. Ant Farm. What?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah that I one like was, that. that. one
4: was. I don't
1: know. That yeah, was pretty dope. That, that one, one, was, one dope. was
0: that. Now that was like you know you can groove to Alien Air Farm, but uh, we don't have the clip of that. Move my but, shoulders.
1: You know. Yeah, we don't have the Alien Air Farm clip, but we do have clips from Black Wonder Woman. So, Boom, Black Wonder Woman hit us off with a uh, little little info about uh, the joints that you brought. You know.
3: Um. Okay. My two joints. Yeah. Are uh-huh. well, I have Mary G. Blige's. Well, it wasn't actually Mary D. Blige's. It was actually Rolls Royce. Rose I'm going Royce. down listen, listen. from car wash.
1: Okay, okay. Let's let's see what that that sounds like to refresh the memory of the blurs out there.
0: For Rolls Royce or for Mary? Rolls. Um,
3: Time on my hands since you've been away, boy. I ain't got no
1: plans. That was. That's a sad song. Yes. It's soulful. No, it's not. Isn't it? No. It's soulful. You know what? I just She's associate. Just like,
0: I'm crying because I miss you, but I, it's not necessarily know, I'm sorry. like I
1: I associate everything with Mary J. Blige, like, pre. 2001 with sadness so I just assume
2: you
0: don't want Mary to be happy
2: I don't Um, she makes so much better music when she's sad and distraught that's right sad Mary Mary is Grammy winning Mary happy
1: Mary need to keep her happy tail at home (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) we want no more tears you know what I'm saying
3: (laughs) (laughs) I have to agree with you guys I, I prefer sad Mary I love Mary since I had the tape with the 411. So. Oh, oh y'all one. I always love Mary. I always loved that she took classic songs and kind of tried to... Re- she made them, them hood. Well, she made them hood. She, she pretty much sang them the same way. But essentially, she was... The reason why she redid songs, even though she sang it the same way as the other artists, is she was building up her R.I.M. the soul, R&B, hip-hop queen. She was building up her card. She Indeed, was building yes. up her credibility. Indeed, you right. She because... was building up her R&B cred because you realize after her second album? She second didn't do them anymore. She really didn't do them. Although mm-hmm. with um, Mary, the 2000 version of Mary, she had yeah. quite a few songs that were remakes of other people's songs, but you didn't really know it. Like, she did a, a Stevie remake. Mm. She did a Michael remake, and she just took certain parts from them, but she didn't sing them exactly the same. So okay. I think her reason—yes—so <laughs> I think her reason initially for doing the remake was to build up her own.
1: Let's let's hear that right. remake. Then I want to come back and talk some more about Mary because I, I like what you just said, and you you hit on something that I never even thought about. She
0: right. did because I, yeah. I I didn't catch that until she mentioned it.
1: all right so you touched on a, a really interesting point about um mary's evolution as an artist you know right. in the beginning with that what's the 411 album it was a very hip-hop influence and hip-hop driven album i mean we had grand Ba all over the album we had biggie smalls on the album um, she was a Puff Daddy artist yeah. at the time, right. and I think Puff was the one who called her the Queen of Hip Hop Soul. Like he invented that 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 title, that label. Derek D-Dot. for her was it? Was that d Ddot. Yeah.
2: D-Dot was, well, he did some work on there too.
1: Okay, D-Dot was on the album as a uh, as a producer. Um, probably a lot of those early um, Puff Daddy Hitmen uh, guys were, were were producing that album. But yeah, like her early stuff was very hip-hop driven it wasn't super duper vocal like real love was dope but real love was basically mary singing a hook over and over and over again she wasn't right. really right showcasing her uh her, her vocal, vocal ability, ability. Yep. and it wasn't until that second album when she started doing those covers that we got to hear mary sing and now right. some people um at this table and some people out there in the internets, excuse, ah, I'm, I said I would never use that term again. <laughs> some people out there in cyberspace yeah, right. um, don't think that Mary can sing, um, and you know that that's debatable. That's 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 debatable. Um, I don't think she has a lot of range. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I like I like that that point that she needed to do those covers to to one flex her muscle and practice. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, she was still putting in her 10,000 hours when she was doing those covers and things. But two, so people would take her seriously as a vocalist. And I mean, if that was indeed her um, her plan, it worked. Because, right. I mean, the VH1 Divas concerts and all that, like, Mary is there.
0: I, <clears throat> I, mean, I mean, she's become an icon now, and I I don't understand. But, I mean, you know, shout out to... Um, Black Wonder Woman because I didn't get that I didn't I didn't really make that connection about her um, um, doing the covers to establish herself you know like to say okay I have a legacy or I have knowledge of these older ladies and I can do that and you know here is you know my my stylings you know go right. ahead and accept me my mama didn't like it
1: you know another 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 way to kind of look at what Mary did was knowing that she came from a very hip hop influenced, uh, background, a lot of hip hop artists. I mean, when they, when we, um, and, and I say we, cause I just, I consider myself to be a huge part of that culture. Um, or rather I consider that culture to be a huge influence on my life and my worldview, but we pay, um, we pay respect to, to the, um, the forefathers of our music. A lot of the times by sampling their work, you know what I'm saying? And that's how hip hop, shows love and shows respect. It's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, we love this jazz record, or we love this soul record, or we love this R&B record, and my parents played it all the time when I was growing up." So what I'm going to do is I'm going to sample that, and I'm going to use a piece of that to create this new art. You know what I'm saying? And Mary being, you know, a part of hip-hop as much as she is a part of R&B, you know, her doing these covers could be her way of um, you know, tipping the hat and giving the salute. To to the forefathers of her particular um, vein of art, um, Keisha Cole. Uh, Keisha, I would not I like Keisha put them in, in like, the same category. Why? Well,
0: I, I would. I, I would. the same no. person.
1: I would. Keisha was coming no. for Mary's neck. Keisha's not Mary, but she was coming for her neck. Keisha was selling fish plates outside <laughs> of the Grammy Awards. <laughs>
2: Because cause she don't get invited. Why y'all lying? She, she she, she, gets real. She gets sensitive like these rappers. Uh, yeah, she do. She get real mm-hmm. sensitive like yeah, these she rappers. Do. Yeah, she do. Because, Ke- I mean, Keisha Young, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like she, wants, she comes from that. You know, even her first couple of singles, you know, she had Kanye. Yeah. It was like mm-hmm. real she, boom She came bat. in the same exact the way. Same exact right.
0: from the right. same type of background. Yeah. She, they're the same person. No, they're not.
1: I mean, Mary is basically from the Bronx, and Keisha's from um,
0: California somewhere, L.A.
1: or something like that, and you know, yada yada yada. But I mean, to me, to me, they are the same person separated by a coast and a generation. Mm
3: -hmm. I think Mary performs better than Keisha.
0: Mary be bent over, you know. she gets to the
2: top and then she never leaves out of the top and it's always yelling like this. That's the suburbs talking. That's the suburbs talking. Right. I, I just, that whatever. sounded like constipation right there. No, I, don't, exactly. I don't, I do It's like exactly. hating your blood. <laughs> it's, whatever. Whatever. it's like <laughs> hating your blood.
0: It's Whatever. It's like
2: hating your blood. All right.
1: So since we've been on covers for a little bit, we're going to slide over to my man <coughs> Trunks. He's brought a couple of um, interesting covers. Interesting. Uh, oh. This evening. So, Trunks, tell us tell us what you brought. Tell us why you brought it, and um, let's get into it. All right.
4: Well, <clears throat> this was uh, one of my favorite uh, artists of all time was Hammer, but uh, Hammer made quite a misstep with this one when he made it. Um, he went ahead and remade The Shy Lights. Have you seen her? Let's uh, <laughs> listen to The Shy Lights first. Yes, yes, let's.
0: I, I had this album. I was
2: happier as a lot. But now... I go for walks I go for walks To
3: the
4: movies Maybe, Maybe to
0: the park. park. Maybe to the park. Maybe to park. the parks uh, Uh-huh uh, Take that Oh <laughs> Yeah, so you
2: know, that, this, I, you know what? This
0: sounds like Drake Like
3: if Drake
2: was ah <laughs> 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 man If Drake
0: was born in the 60s
2: Oh, Yeah, no. so this
4: this was uh The Shylights One of the Shylights if Drake but, uh, was born
2: to the Shylights lights.
4: <laughs> yeah the shylights were uh from chicago and this this was oh. a song from nineteen seventy one um hammer was going through i wouldn't say uh mid career crisis but you could say something like that when he made uh, his version you
1: not his sophomore
0: album i think this was his
1: oh no i think this was the end
2: right before Paul <laughs> right no, <laughs> not was, the movie nah. <laughs> just his career uh, <laughs> the yeah. end.
4: This no, he had a string of number one hope. hits uh when he, yeah, he uh, when did. he came out with this. Hammer was the biggest rapper in the world for a while. Yeah. He was. Yeah, he go- was the biggest
0: artist. He was He was, the big,
4: yeah. he was going toe no, to toe with Michael, remember? Uh, no, he was not. in his head. He was going toe to toe with Michael and also he made on MTV, pop. they made it seem like that. Yeah. Hammer. Yeah. Hammer.
0: He made hip hop
4: pop. Yeah. He pers- he single-handedly did. But let's uh, go ahead and listen to his track.
2: <laughs> did he say put this tape in? Shout out to the cassette. <laughs> Look at oh, the
1: them stars. Them in the sky. Yeah. So, I... Uh, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, is,
2: this is very Drake. Like, this talking is over a sad, melancholy. Baby
0: powder and and oh, I was just
2: wondering if he was home because if he was home, I was gonna stop by. But if you're not home, I'm not gonna stop by. I'm I just leaving. A, I was so he was, visited
4: man. Marvin's room first.
2: Oh, <laughs> he did. He did.
1: So. The hammer, this that was it was the most unnecessary cover <laughs> ever in the world. Yeah, he didn't need to do it. I mean, it was such an unnecessary cover. Like, why did Hammer do that? Because he, he had too much money,
4: he was testing his startup.
1: You
0: I go. don't think so yeah, too much, money. Too this much was never, money This was on the album But it wasn't released
1: Yes it was released It, it, it was released. a music it video was? It had a video No it
0: didn't It, yes, it, it had did. a
1: video While well, you were watching Nine Inch <laughs> Nails Yeah We were like What the hell is MC Hammer doing <laughs> like? Hammer
4: this was, was sensitive nine nine In nails. this In this one He was even and on we the park like,
1: And no. what what you cut Hammer was like ninety. This was early 90s 90, 91
0: Nine Inch Nails was like
2: 98
1: Yeah this was early Nine Inch
2: Nails 98 It was more like
1: I thought it was like 90 Yes. That's probably why I'm not up on it, because I was listening to like DMX and No Nine no 9-inch nails? Nah. 98?
2: 98? System of a Down? Do you remember ninety yes, eight? I, I do. It was an eight. amazing year for hip hop. That was it. He,
4: he, was, was, right. he was not a ninety six. He wasn't a ninety nine X uh car
1: carrier member. No. Not no. <laughs> I was. No. <laughs> I didn't get into rock until I was like twenty four. System of a Down? No, no, He's no, Soundgarden. No, I rocked with Soundgarden. Oh, wow. That Black Hole Sun was the truth. Okay, yeah. um, I rocked with Nirvana. Like, for me to get into rock and roll at that time, yeah. had it to had to, to be undeniable. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not on MTV because there was a lot of rock on MTV that I was like, tied good. This is whack home.
4: That was the Beeps and Butthead era. Rock
1: was going toe to toe, yeah, right. it was in your face all the time, but it had to be undeniable. Um, Nine Inch Nails for me. Just wasn't undeniable at the time,
0: but Hammer's cover was
1: <laughs> Deniable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It I was, mean, it was. It, it was just he tested
4: his boundaries and laws. is that what it was? Testing boundaries? Why not? All right, then. no. The pumps
1: in the
0: bumps it. video was testing boundaries.
1: Pumps in the bump video was like. A death rattle,
2: like it was a last gasp of desperation. Literally, people were looking at the the video like I'm extremely uncomfortable. I was traumatized. I can
0: see like a bouncing penis in my head right now. I can't. I don't
1: even know how that video made it past the censors because it was right. It was pretty graphic. It's like
0: it's because he was like because they love animals. But his chubby (laughs) was it was like he had on this banana hammock. It was this.
1: I was was? too young to see that.
3: I think
0: it
1: I was the male equivalent of a tip drill video. That's what that was. That's exactly what it was. And I was not
2: okay with that. Not at all. No. <laughs> not at all. Mm-hmm. What about our rights? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's not do that anymore. Let's not. Mm-mm. All
1: right. Um, I think we are actually done with the covers portion. Of, uh, of this particular episode um, Now we're going to get into The 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 remixes And the reimaginings Of, of some songs So Remix. I'm going to slide over to my man Mr. Flight Plan And I think the clips that you brought I personally Wouldn't classify them as remixes I would classify them more as Reimaginings So what What are the joints That you brought And tell us why you brought
2: them Um Well We're gonna first Touch on Um A group that I know and love And grew up on And If you haven't Heard of this Little group They Do a little ditty Called The Scenario Uh By Tribe Called Quest And um It's an epic Song It includes uh The entire Uh entourage of tribe uh including the leaders of the new school and, and for those of Hello you who West. don't know who the leaders of the new school are just you
0: know. another case A of that O-P-T-A. O-P-T-A. <laughs> yeah so just
2: sorry, in case sorry. You, sorry for destroying your eardrums just there. right just in case you sorry didn't know um you know charlie brown bust bus um what was the other dude's name
1: it doesn't Dink o. D. matter.
2: Excuse me. It does matter because that's hip hop history. It does.
1: It's Dinko D. And that was Buster Rhyme's cousin. Dinko D. Him and Charlie put Buster down in the group. They kicked Buster out of L.O.N.S. two or three times yes. before Buster decided, you know
2: what? I'm just going to go solo. Right. And do my raw, raw like, like a, a dungeon, dungeon dragon. dragon. Yeah. Just in case you all the blurs, all the new blurs out there who may be partaking in Nicki Minaj music. Word. I need you to understand that Buster revolutionized that statement, that right, phrase, right. that rah, rah, like a Dungeons & That was Buster Rhymes, not Nicki Minaj. That's right. I need people to understand that. because Respect it's, it's
1: the architects, do the knowledge, and understand where your culture comes from, young say people. Say it again. Young people.
2: apparently it's becoming trendy, and people think, oh, my God, Nicki. Right, no. Flight,
1: flight. I'm going to stop you right there because you're doing what we do. I'm sorry. We get into rap rants. We do. And rap rants just, just tend to take over so so, so, we're going to play a little clip of the original scenario. Boom. And Bo knows
2: that. So, what do you know? No the included. Oh.
1: Sorry. And that was Fife Dog the Five Foot Assassin. It, it was. It was. For those who don't know. So, so who reimagined this song? Um, and why, why is it a reimagining and not necessarily a straight up remix?
2: Um, well, are we talking about the the scenario part two, or are we talking not about the scenario two? The scenario two is a remix. Okay, but we're but talking about you the, the black hippie, the black hippie. Okay, yes. so the black hippie just kind of reimagined. They pay homage as they usually do because they respect the culture so much, and they just kind of took the beat and they kind of ran with it and put their own little spin on it. Okay So yeah So let's check that one time
0: Yeah I don't think i ever heard this one. Who is this?
1: That's Black, Black Hippie. Hippie So Black Hippie for those who don't know Because some of y'all are not um, Privy Rap nerds like that
2: I it's, uh
1: It's TDE Top Dog Entertainment So that would be Kendrick Kendrick. That'd be Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy oh. Q. That'd be Absol. Absol. And I'm leaving. I'm a man, J Rock. J Rock. So
0: this is new. Yeah. Yes. This is
1: new. And this is very That's This is mixtape ish. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, much so. The reimaginings, um, when we're talking about hip hop in particular, we see a lot of that in the mixtapes. And like the mixtape culture now is not what it once was. But if you're talking about late 80s to early 2000s one of the staples of mixtape culture was for up-and-coming rapper a or uh b list level rapper b to take whatever the hottest beat is and it could be a pop beat it could be a hip-hop beat it could be an r&b beat if it's if it's killing radio they're going to be like yo let me get that instrumental and let me jump on that and they would do what we've now uh we we've begin to call an industry freestyle. Right. And it's not freestyle. Quotations. 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 quotations, quotations. Because it's written. But they'll get on it and then they'll 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 rhyme over a beat that already exists and um it's it's a fantastic way for Shotcha. the uninitiated right. to 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 be exposed to a new artist because oh here's a beat I already enjoy I'm familiar with right. I dig it so I'm more likely to sit and listen to this thing mm-hmm. than if I got you know a producer that I've never heard of and a right. rapper I've never
2: heard of It's
0: the same thing that Mary did
1: Exactly yeah, it's very exactly. much the same thing that
2: Mary and did And what it what what it does is the familiarity of the the instrumental or the beat per se gives that new a list up and coming artists or b list up and coming artists that platform to display their art right because you know as consumers i hear a lot of time people say oh if i don't like the beat i'm not gonna listen to what they have to say right. and, which is unfortunate but it's the reality in this industry so what they do is is they take that beat you hear that beat it's something that's popping you know you're kind of bobbing your head and then you hear this new reinvented lyricism over it right. and then you start to kind of appreciate the artist more cuz you're like oh this is a new twist but i like the beat and then you kind of listen to what they're saying and right. you know if you're, they're you're, hot then you 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 kind of you you mess
1: with you're it you're more willing to give it a chance because you're familiar with the delivery system exactly you know what i mean and that's cool and that's that's a very hip hop thing that's that's what <laughs> covers are basically you know but um yeah yeah i appreciate everything that everybody's brought the covers uh, the reimaginings, um, sticking with the reimaginings. Um, I want to give a shout out to, to my father's side of the family, the West Indians. Uh-oh. Um, my man, my man trunks over here is also West Indian. Um, I am not West Indian. I am. I'm American. I'm as American as apple pie. Uh, so I'm not uh, even gonna try to hit y'all with the pat- no wait wait pause. So so hold why on, not hold sweet
2: on. Why, why not sweet potato pie?
1: I'm as American as sweet potato. I'm just I, saying. You know what? I prefer apple pie to sweet potato. <laughs> that's why.
4: Sweetwater 420.
1: Sweet yes. I'm as American as Sweetwater 420. There we go. Yeah. All right. But sticking with the reimaginings, I brought in. Uh, two clips, and they're both uh, reggae rhythms. And um, yeah, I just got a look from Trunks. He was like, "Yo, son, you didn't pronounce that correctly."
2: Reggae rhythms,
1: rhythms, rhythms. So I, apo- I apologize to the West Indians off top for my accent not being correct. But for those who don't know, for the for the folks out there who are more into rock or soul or pop or whatever, who are not into reggae, what a rhythm is is you have a beat and. Um, it's it's the same beat but you have a lot of different artists who add uh different vocals over that beat and they make a completely different song and they and they and they rock the dance hall and they rock the radio and more often than not the the new beat is not something that's sold individually by that artist it's something that's going to be used to, to get you in the club to get you familiar with the artist to get you dancing but um one of the joints I brought was uh, was uh, one of my favorite reggae songs, Murder She Wrote. Respect.
2: I do this little girl, her name is Maxie. Her is like a on of robes. If I ever tell you about Maxine, you'll all I say I don't know what I know but
1: Murder, She Wrote Yeah, take that, take Murder, that Murder, She Wrote Na-na-na. No, no, no Murder, She Wrote And Murder, She Wrote was um, originally performed by Shaka Dimas and Plias And, ironically, the other rhythm that I brought is also by Shaka Dima and Plias And it's using the same beat, but it's a totally different song So we got <laughs> check this one out Respect Uh, th- and that one was called "Bam Bam," and <laughs> Bam um, Bam. there's probably a hundred other songs <laughs> using that <laughs> exact same rhythm. But if you've ever been to to a reggae club, or you've been to a club to where the DJ was playing a reggae set. There's a ninety nine point nine percent chance you've heard one or two of those songs, if not both, both the played both back they the to same back. They <laughs> thought they were the same song, right?
3: Both played back to back.
1: But what's crazy about the uh, the Jamaican culture, in particular, when we're talking about rhythms, is in the U.S. A lot of the times, the uh, and if we're talking about this type of music, the rapper is the person in the relationship. When we're talking about the rapper and producer, who has the most um, clout if you will, who might have the most power in that relationship because the rapper adds the value, I guess, to the track. You know, even though people are going to be like, yo, if, if I don't like the beat, I'm not rocking with it, but you, don't know, listen to you it. know it's a Kanye song, or you know it's a Big Sean song, and you know it's a Trinidad song. You don't know who produced it. You know what I mean? But in the, in, with, the, with the Jamaican culture, it's like the, the, the flip side is true. The producer, the person who makes that beat, has the power in the relationship. So they'll make a crazy beat that they know is going to move some butts in the dance hall, and they'll just go find you know, a dance hall MC like, yo, I want you to spit over this. And then they put it out. And then they're like, yeah, all right, that was hot. I'm going to go find another dance hall MC, and I want you to spit over this. And some of your favorite dance hall artists and reggae artists Be rhyming over rhythms. Sean Paul, uh, Shaba Ranks, Cuddy Ranks, Mulatto. All all the ranks. All right? All (laughs) the ranks. There's just the mad man, rakes man. out there. bands. <laughs> the right right. Mad Lions, mm-hmm. Benz, Marley's, you know what I'm saying? All of your favorite artists, so many of your favorite artists are How rhyming and singing over question. these. From from shows. Shows. Show money. show
4: money. Show money. Oh. Show
1: money is where the money is. Yeah, that's like independent concerts
3: money. Concerts is more money than... What
1: I dig about yeah. this in terms of the remix, the, the cover, the reimagining, is it's something familiar. And I think that's what's common to all of these different... Um, Types of music that we brought in is it's a way in for the fan to get on something that's familiar, <clears throat> but to introduce them to something new,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, so we're going to finish off this particular uh, part of the show by hitting on an actual remix when I, <laughs> when, I, when, I when I did the uh, when I did the show plan. I was like, all right, we're going to be talking about remixes this evening. No one brought in any remixes. <laughs> <laughs> None. All right? Not so out. I decided I'm going to hold the actual remixes for the end. And um, the remix is same song, same artist, new producer. Maybe I'm going to add another artist on there to, you know, put some stank on it. Mm-hmm. Make it a little stank different. on it. Make it a little new. All right? But I brought in one of my favorite songs from my youth. Uh, my formative years, I was in the eighth grade when this came out, and I remember being in gym class, and me and this girl named Carmen used to nod our heads and sing this song when we were sitting on the bleachers when we were supposed to be running track. So, the song is Method Man and Mary, You're All I Need, and uh, the first version I'm going to play for you is the original version, the album version, produced by the world-famous Rizza. and this is the bong, razor-sharp bong. version. Bang Bang. This is the razor-sharp version, Wu-Tang Forever. Check this one out.
3: I morning dew, I took one look at you, and it was plain to see, you were my destiny. you
1: So that was the RZA version of Meth and Marys, You're All I Need. Here's the Grammy award-winning radio-friendly version by your favorite, uh, I don't even know what to call this guy, uh, Tastemaker, your favorite Tastemaker in mind, the self-proclaimed inventor of the remix, Puff Daddy himself, who actually never produced a hip-hop Record in his life, from what I imagine, he's more of an executive producer. He's yeah. a producer in the rock sense, right? Not in the hip hop sense. Mm-hmm. But anyway, here's that same song with the same two artists, the same lyrics, uh, totally different beat, totally different vibe, totally different yes, feel. No, I don't
0: think so. That different.
1: It's it's different. It yeah, is. Yeah. But anyway, let's check it.
0: Rubbish Enough
3: to make a hard rock Those <laughs>
2: So all the the sample. Yeah. That's, what, that's what made the remix mm-hmm.
3: Alright,
1: so when you listen to those two different versions of that song I mean, it's obviously the same song um, The melody is basically the same melody mm-hmm. the same key, the same, same notes tempo. The same tempo But Riza uses really dirty kind of stripped down sounds that it, when you listen to the RZA version, this is not meant to be played at high volume no, not on a all. good sound system. The RZA version is meant to be played on a cassette
2: with mm. some beat
1: up headphones that Purple are plate. held together by right. mask and tape while you're on a train or the school bus. And, you know,
2: sound quality is not your concern. I think the, di- the biggest distinct difference is I think the biggest distinct difference is um, melody. I mean that's the, the, the melody's the same well no the melody in a sense like when you hear the melody from wh- I think what you're thinking of is like when you hear the original you're hearing like the beat and the melody that you kind of vibe to like the uh-huh. tempo but then when you actually listen to the remix there's a melody like there's like that, that's that's what I wanted to do. there's sound to, like Puff took
1: the notes that RZA right. used
0: yes
3: and, and
1: applied he, them to then strings then he produced it like yeah. he was <laughs> right. like okay let's <laughs> use some instruments yes <laughs> Like rhythm like the instrumentation like, changes the song slightly. It's, it's musical. And that that's what Puff was good at. And Puff did this a lot early 90s, mm-hmm. mid 2000s. He took a he took a hip-hop song. Mm-hmm. And a lot of of those New York City hip-hop songs sounded grimy yeah. and dirty because I mean New York City is like you on the train, it's cold, it's dirty, it's fast-paced, people are mean. So the music sounds like that. It reflects that. Nobody else, nobody wants to hear that kind of stuff. It's <laughs> like, yo, let me, let, me, let me take though, that lyricism, right? But let me make it, I don't know, enjoyable right? <laughs> for people to listen to. Let's make it musical. Let's so, put some claps in there. Let's put some drums in so there. So
4: he took it from the boroughs to Wall Street?
1: He, he made it cross over. Mm. Right. <laughs> because the song is the same sauce, the same lyrics. The se- Meth and Mary are singing the same thing. The tempo is the same. Puff's version won a Grammy RZA's version won the streets you right. know what I'm saying and at that time in hip hop that was necessary but what Puff Daddy was able to do was he was able to take that that real hood kind of song and he made it accessible to everybody you know and for me that for hip hop was the essence of the remix
3: okay so technically this the song that you've chosen was actually a remake right no Yes, it was technically a remake. It wasn't you, a
1: remake, but I, I'll let you finish. And I said it was a
3: remake of Marvin Gaye and mm-hmm. Tammy Terrell. I, I,
0: here's,
1: here's what you're confusing remakes mm-hmm. ver, with uh, with samples or interpolations. So it uses a portion of that song for the hook, but the song is different because the majority of the song is meth rapping. Right, you know the only thing that's the same is that Marvin and Tammy is, is the hook. Like
3: sweet and morning dew. Yeah. I take one look at you. But
2: that—that's just that. That's, those are just those couple of bars of the song. Like they just yeah. use that, and then it's like that's done. Uh huh. And then it's kind of like the lyricism from the additional artist.
1: I would like like in terms of like hip hop remakes. I would think like the Fujis. Reverta killing Flat. Me Softly, killing softly. Killing Flat. Like, Flat. like Killing yeah. me he, that's, that's a remake That's a remake like, Truly We took the whole Entire song Exactly mm-hmm. Sung it over And then Wyclef added Like a rap And some To the ends mm-hmm. Where like As with it's this we, we took the right, hook that From was Marvin and Tammy Okay And then Meth is like You right. know the, the majority of the song Is something
2: totally different Right so. Sonically So
3: you're saying That's like Puffs I'll be missing you Versus Stings I'll be watching you
2: Right yeah, mm-hmm. I would say because that, he that, just
1: uh, took that. I don't know because that one contains a lot more of the police of stings.
2: Yeah. Well, no, no. It's just it's sonically you're you all you're hearing you're hearing that guitar riff that traditional guitar riff, and then you're hearing the 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 variations of that's you know, a good question, man. The that's, variations that's, that's, that's... of the verse, well, not the verse with the hook. Yeah,
3: because if you're saying that that's just they're just taking
2: a piece the, of it, a
1: piece of it, that's
3: and implanting it. And it. But if you think about
1: I guess I guess for me personally as a listener, the line is, how much of the original do you take? You know, if you take, I don't know, fifty percent of the original, then you've you've just remade the song. Right. You know what I mean? But if you're taking, I don't know, forty nine percent, then it's it's something new. It's something different. But you know, I, mean, I think it varies from like song the to song. Marvin
2: but- Gaye. I mean, that's more that's more like. 25 percent of the song like 25
1: 30 percent of my 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 dad used to always get on me about when i would listen to this stuff he'd be like yo this is just my music Mm -hmm. this is just my music because it contained
0: (laughs) so much
1: so much of those original you know those original soul and r&b songs but again for me as a listener it's like how much of the original am i pulling
0: you can, I mean, you can pay homage, and I mean, like uh, they were saying the same thing about Robin Thicke's new song, the blurred lines, blurred lines versus the um, Marvin, Marvin Gaye. Gay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What was the Marvin Gaye cut that he? Um, you'd have if you hear them back to back, you're like, I'm listening to the same song um the the lyrics are different but like the instrumentation
3: right is the same is
0: it's not this it, you know it's so much alike it's like um you know if you go to a concert and you know they're they're jamming and then you you're like oh i remember this this is right. i know what i you mm-hmm. can tell what they're about to go into right, right. just right. as they're you know because they have the same number of um instruments that they're using the same tempo and then they right. just flip it to you know what to you're familiar else. to, right. to, what, you're to familiar what you're familiar with, familiar with. yeah right. so it's like that where he's using the same instruments the same kind of um but it was it rhythm. was it the
1: same arrangement
0: it's not
2: no it's, it's not. Not, not It's at an homage. At all. It's, it's, not. A, it's an
0: homage like you know that it's right. Marvin Gaye that, we're, that you're listening right. to you know but
2: versus Robin Thicke yes like, you know that's no... what it
0: is you know but it's mm-hmm. not okay which I don't think it's done very often but I think you know they. I mean it's done well if it's yeah. done well you know like I said it's like at a concert when you hear them jam and you're like okay I know what is about to happen now
1: yeah mm. right yeah yeah black Wonder woman got me stumped now I'm having to go oh, back man, and do um, some and do some self reflection yeah. you need to you know to. on like, hey, <laughs> whoa whoa whoa, whoa. Oh, <laughs> calm <we're> yourself there. <laughs> down alright
0: we all need to reevaluate.
1: Reevaluate right. what? Well, what are you I, talking
3: I about? I had you guys, you know, reevaluate
0: Mary J. and her
3: reasoning for yeah, man.
1: You hit, us, you hit us, over the head with yeah, that. you did. <laughs> listen, it got listen, deep. Listen. it got real. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop, Miss Dope, right there. Mary does not caterwaul often. <laughs> <laughs> On occasion, when she sings live and she's kicking off her shoes, bam. Like yeah. Patty. Patty, you know, she's like the hell with Whatever. the melody. Patty Forget these notes. Every
0: time she takes off her shoes, yeah, yeah, she does.
1: <laughs> yeah, Patty, Patty is not a, not a game. She's not to be played with.
0: Not at all. No. You know you
2: know, that's I've why she's kicking game. off her shoes.
0: I you know, I love when she does live and like she don't have a mic and like you. Can, oh yeah, and, and, and she
1: fills the room. <laughs> and
0: she fills the room. But that's like, that you, church singing. Yeah,
1: Mary was singing in church. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a different kind of I mean, track, not to our knowledge. Preparation. <laughs> no, she wasn't singing in church. <laughs> <laughs> to everybody's knowledge. You could tell Mary wasn't singing in church. I love Mary to death. I but think she got Jesus that, now. All right. That's fine. That's all well and good. Jesus, Jesus, is voice, Jesus is not in her voice. Jesus is in her heart. You though. Know, he's, he's in her heart and her soul. <laughs> <but> <laughs> and we're going to leave it at that. Okay. Yes, we are. <laughs> all right. So that was our reflection, our segment. On remixes, covers, reimaginings, and all that jazz. Um, If you feel that we've left out some amazing remixes, some pretty good covers, some dope reimaginings, or you want to add to the debate, to the conversation, you can visit us on the Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash blurredmediagroup. Or you can interact with us on Twitter. That's twitter.com slash media. And uh, hit us up. Let us know what you think about the conversation. Um, Share with your friends. Um, And uh, yeah. So before we wrap up the show, we're going to hit our favorite segment or one of our favorite segments. Mm -hmm. One of the Mm -hmm. segments we used to end the show. And we hadn't done this in a while because the Council of Blackness, the Negro Council, the Black Council. Was putting out uh,
0: fires and rescuing babies.
1: That's right. We were doing stuff in real life. Uh, but we're going to hit up Trunks and Black Wonder Woman, and we're going to find out our streaming video picks of the week, of the month of December, uh, of the show. Oh, the holiday. How about that? Of the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Yes. All so right. hit us off with your picks, people.
4: All right. So um, this go around, we don't have particular one particular pick. What we came across was a, another method or means of... Um, Getting some streaming done. Um, we're used to you're used to us talking about uh, Netflix, uh, Hulu Plus, Crackle, stuff like that. But we came across um, a website uh, called DramaFever dot
0: Is this legal?
3: This is
4: legal. <laughs> legal. It has its own app. It is legal.
3: Uh, yes. Drama Fever. It has it has an iPod and an and an Android app.
4: Right. So what Drama Fever is, is the world's favorite dramas. All right. This is the world's uh, favorite dramas. Um, it has a worldwide section and then it has a Latino section. So you can get your telenovelas in.
2: That's very awesome. old.
3: Right. You can get your k- Korean or Japanese soap operas also in.
4: Yes. You can get your British and your Australian. Aussie. Yeah, so Oy. so this is this is um this is uh, different for us. We haven't had a chance to uh partake in this, but uh, this came as a recommendation. Um and it, it's a pretty good recommendation. So what we've seen so far, um most of everything that's uh, in another language is in subtitles, but the drama's real. It's like watching I guess um depending on which show you're watching, it's uh pretty intense. More avant um, garde. And uh, with dramas, it it breaks it breaks, uh, it breaks uh, language barriers. You, you you feel it. You so sense we it. Some, we
1: got some K drama on there.
4: You got some K drama, and that's um,
1: Korean drama. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, what was that show? Boys Over Flowers was a boys high recommendation for Boys uh,
1: Over Flowers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because boys have penises and flowers <laughs> do not. <I laughs> don't.
4: Boys Over Flowers. Is they have photosynthesis drama.
1: though. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. Flowers have. Pestles and stamen, but I can't remember which of those is the equivalent of the uh, egg and the sperm. Uh, Maybe neither. Pistol Maybe pistol neither.
0: And stamen. Stamen. I don't know. Really?
1: But a you pistol? know what? you I right. mean You're right. Because scientists pistol? scientists for a long time a was stamen. just dudes, and dudes are obsessed with making things look like penises when they're in control. Is that right? That's true. Okay. That's yes. true.
3: Penises and balls. Why do you, think, why do you
1: think the BMW uh, Z3 is shaped like a penis on wheels? I thought it was shaped like a shark. No, shaped like a penis. Like With a, a penis. hammerhead. No. <laughs> whenever, you, know, you know what? I noticed whenever the show kind of gets, gets, we get going late, yes. we take this sharp left turn. <laughs> <laughs> In a conversation just uh, adults swim, swim. adults swim that's right oh, that's yeah. right all right so back bird. to the uh, back Word. to the traumas
4: all right so that that would be our recommendations if you get a chance go ahead and check out uh, com. let us know uh how it is hit us up on our facebook page twitter tumblr uh pinterest whatever uh let us know how how you how it goes and uh, which particular shows you like
3: yeah
1: all right, thank you both for sharing that. And I, for one, will be checking out that website because I love drama on the television. Torchwood. And, wait, wait, what? What?
0: I said Torchwood.
1: Oh yeah, Torchwood. We've been watching a lot of Torchwood lately.
2: Wait, what? Torchwood. Which one? The BBC. Yeah. Yo, I'm. I'm sorry. Just just a brief interjection for the Hoovians out there. Interject. Yo, did you see Jack in one of the episodes of? Doctor Who? Yeah, That's
0: where he came from. Mm-hmm. That's where it came from. Um, he was introduced to in Doctor Who. Torchwood was a spin-off of yeah. Doctor Who. Oh,
1: man. You're late. Listen, old Hoovians out there, do not fill up my mentions on Twitter with, with how late we are and how much we don't know. We are new know, right? Whovians. We are new converts to Doctor Who. But, you know, we are doing our due diligence, doing the knowledge, doing the work. And uh, we're watching the shows and trying to catch up to uh, trying to catch up everything, actually, before the time of the doctor on December 25th at 730 p.m. I'll be there. I'll be watching. Hopefully you guys will be, too, because that is the last time that we will see Matt Smith, the 11th doctor, our doctor, because Matt Smith is our doctor. And um, (laughs) he is, you know, everybody gets introduced to, to the doctor with with their own. You know, uh, actor of choice. And Matt Smith was ours. So on December 25th, that will be the last time Matt Smith will be the doctor. That'll be the last time we see him with Clara in the TARDIS battling the Daleks and in the silence and all his other folk. That's that's a pretty big deal for me. So excuse me for being passionate about the doctor. But we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show because I'm going on a tangent about the doctor. And we are going to visit uh, the left side of the table, who is Ms. Dope, Mr. Flight Plan, and yours truly, Luce Wayne. And we're going to finish off with our high fives. So, Ms. Dope, we're going to begin with you because you're looking like you're fading fast over there, man.
0: I was fading before we started. But, yeah, I don't have a high five this week. I have a, have a, have some things that I'm saving uh, for our New Year's Eve episode, so you know, sh- look out for that. So I'll pass it over to Mr. Flight Plan.
2: Um, so Mr. Flight Plan is chewing a cookie. I know. I'm enjoying the the victuals <laughs> that were prepared <laughs> by our wonderful hosts. Hosts. Um. So, um, my only high five for the week is a, a musical contribution, which is going to be the childish gambino uh Um. album because of the internet because the internet excuse me because the internet which is an amazing piece of work from this young man um most of you uh who out there in the blurred world shout out to
1: my blurs they represent the realness sorry that was a childish gambino line off his album camp i
2: apologize (laughs) Continue, sir. Oh, Continue. Wow, I don't know where to pick back up from that. But you, you, um, you
1: were shouting out because of the internet.
2: Yes, and I was. Let them
0: know who Childish Gambino is.
1: Childish Gambino
2: is uh, also known, aka Donald Glover, from who, Community. From Community. If which, you
1: if you remove the space, if you if you call him Don instead of Donald, uh, and you remove the space between his first and last name, his name is Don Glover.
2: This is, this, is not, this is not the time. This is not the time. Right. Back so, to the Also, he's also ben a pretty team. renowned um, writer for, I think he's done some episodes for 30 Rock. Yeah. And he's done some skits for SNL, I think. He, he wrote for Community and for 30 Rock. He was a staff writer on 30 Rock. Right. He was a staff writer on yeah. 30 Rock. And then he's been on like the last... Seven Six or seven seasons of Community? Yeah, he just quit. He just quit. He said, hey, I don't want to do this anymore, so I'm not. And you know what they did? Out of the respect for his art, they let him breach his contract with no obligation. That is unheard of, by the way. But it was done by Donald Glover. Um, but uh, he his rap name or his artiste name is Childish Gambino. And he has marvelous music that he has just put out that I have been living with for the last couple of weeks. So been getting uh, a lot of my musical nutrients from there. Musical nutrients. Yeah. Mutrients. If you. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, see, yes, we are. You know what? You know, I do. I do. And I'm just going to, this is going to be brief, but one of my high fives is going to be a tribute to a dear friend of mine who passed two weeks ago, um, and monument to his name, Terrell, um I just want to dedicate my high five to him. That there was that go. was nice, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice I should have gone before you. Like that's that's very
1: difficult to follow. I'm sorry. Uh, no, yeah. It's okay. Now you right. go. You go now. You no. No, you go. Uh my no, high go. five. My high five this week and I only have the one. My high five is part celebration, part apology. Um I'm going to begin with the apology. Uh last week's episode uh was a I guess what do you call it when two people do a thing together? Duet. A duet. <laughs> I'm wow. sorry, guys. It's late. I'm tired. It was a duet between Miss Dope and I. And um, we were not entirely kind when with regard to the Beyonce album. And um, <clears throat> to be fair, both of us admit that we hadn't really sat with the album, listened to it you know, at it. length. Mm-hmm. We hadn't really given the album. It's just due. I sat with the album earlier today, um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it 100 with you guys. I bootlegged it because um, I didn't know if I was going to care for it or not. So I bootlegged it, and um, I started with the videos instead of the audio tracks. And I just want to say, like, I, I feel like what uh, Ms. Knowles Carter put out was, was really a work of art. I mean, last week we celebrated the way she released the album. Um straight to the internet, no push, no promotion, none of that. But I sat with the album and I checked out a lot of the visuals and it's really really an amazing work of art and a testament to um to her as a performer, to her as an artist. and um, you know, I just want to shout out beyonce and all the all the beyonce fans out there and my favorite my personal favorite uh, video out of the uh, the video album was a joint called um No Angel. And that was my favorite in particular because it was a very hip-hop-looking video. You know, she was in Houston um, riding around. You know, there was cars with candy paint. She visited the strip club. Um, You know, she was in the projects. There was a lot of... um, all Star Texas, All Star Texas MCs making cameos in the video. I think I saw the back of Paul Wall's head. I saw TV Johnny's grill. I saw Bun B's mole. I saw Scarface's face. <laughs> and <laughs> um, I don't know if Mike Jones was in there or not. I don't think Mike so. Jones. I don't. I don't think there was any. Last I heard, he moved in. There was no Slim Thug. There was no Mike Jones. So Slim there was thug. a there was a couple of um there was a couple of people no. missing. From you, you passed on your high five, so let me. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there were a couple of people missing from the homage to Texas, but it was my favorite video of the bunch because, like I said, it was a very hip hop inspired look at her hometown, and um, I rocks with that. So shout out to Beyonce. Apologies to the to the Beehive. Yeah, uh, mm, to this right to the stands. Um, there you go. Some of y'all are stands. It's, it's uncomfortable. Turn off that Beyonce stuff and go outside and, you know, spend some time with your kids and pay your taxes and brush your teeth and all that. Yeah. But, um, word. That was this week's episode of the Complicated Dab Show. I have been your host. I was your host. I am your host,
2: Luce Wayne. I am Mr. Flight Plan. This is your pilot speaking.
0: This is Olivia Dope. You have a wonderful evening. We will catch you guys in a couple of days.
2: All right. This is Trunks. So we're
1: out.
3: Black Wonder Woman, keeping it real.
1: Oh, and before we go, before we totally sign off, the New Year's Eve show, for those of you, you know what, you you need to be up on this. The New Year's Eve show is going to be our first live online broadcast. Um, haven't really worked out all the details, but I'm thinking we broadcast from... Maybe 11 to 12 or maybe 10 to 12. I don't know. We're working it out. But it'll be a live show. It'll be a call-in show. It'll be some fun stuff. Um, so, yeah, look out for that on the Twitter account. Look out for that on the Facebook page. Uh, appreciate the support. Appreciate the love. Vote for the show on Stitcher. Rate, comment, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Tell a friend and tell a friend. We out. Bye. Blurred
2: word.
0: Bye. I woke up like this.